0: Is up? It's Johnny King in my house coming to you in your ears and I'm so grateful that you are tuning in and if you have at all listened to any of my previous episodes, you may have picked up on the pattern that uh, I love deep and profound conversations with uh, with individuals with all my interviews. I like uh, to kind of explore different ideas on some of my solo podcasts, such as this one. Um, well, this one being solo, not so much being serious or digging deep. And then I also like to tell stories. Stories that are usually self-deprecating, uh, embarrassing, and uh, somewhat innocent. <laughs> so this is going to be no different. Um, and I'd like to tell you the story about my first kisses. Yeah. Yeah. Not singular, plural. Because uh, me as a seventh grader, mm, I was a busy boy. Um, Not really. Um, But here we go. So I had my first real girlfriend in sixth grade. Sixth grade? Fifth grade? Sixth grade? I think it was fifth grade. It doesn't matter. It was in fifth or sixth grade. Um, Let's go with that and uh i remember we never kissed uh i remember there being pressure to from my friends the best i ever did was hold her hand and my hand the times the few times that that happened uh my hands were so clammy and sweaty but i would not let her hand go because it was like the most exciting thing i'd ever experienced to that to that point in my life holding hands um I still get that level of excitement, actually, to this day, and I'm only uh, 30 years older than that, Uh, but anyways, (laughs) I am a romantic, Um, so then fast forward another year or two, I'm in seventh grade, and that's when the shit got real, real fast. Again, I'm being kind of sarcastic, so (laughs) my first girlfriend, um, if she's listening, what's up? She was Hawaiian, very exotic, uh, beautiful, and, man, we had so many things in common. We would sit on the phone for hours, literally two, three, four hours at a time. And I'd have to admit that the majority of that time, we weren't saying a whole lot. I just would sit there and listen. (laughs) She was, uh, I went to a school where half of the student body were actually uh, from out of state. She was, like I said, Hawaiian. So she was like a boarding – it was kind of like uh, college, but in high school. So in junior high even, they had boarders. So she was – she would often be just hanging out in the little, like, phone booth as friends would come by and, like, talk to her and, like, tease her. But we would just be on the phone. I'd just be listening. That's how much time I had. This was before – you know social media and I guess I wasn't uh, playing a whole lot of video games at the time. So that was yeah, that was pretty awesome. Um when people again were pressuring me to to make the first move and kiss her and I could not do it. <laughs> <laughs> so my first kiss actually came as a result of a woman making a move on me, not me on her. So uh we went to 6 Flags as uh as like a social outing and man did i have my opportunity you know there was like one ride specifically where there like it was just known throughout you know all of us that there's like 30 seconds where it is pitch black pitch black and if you wanted to make a move that was the ride that was the moment and i missed it completely We might have even gone on it twice. I think she probably was like, ah, I think we forgot something. Let's do this one more time. And, uh, yeah, missed my opportunity again. There's going to be a common theme throughout this uh, podcast. And if you've ever seen the movie Failure to Launch, uh, that would be mm, this, (laughs) my seventh grade experiences. So, anyways, we go to Six Flags. We have a great time. We're all running around the park doing doing whatever, you know, teenagers do. And we were holding hands. Oh, boy. Were we holding hands? Uh, that was great. It was on the ride home, which is probably a 30 to 40-minute ride home. And we were in one of those, like, 15-passenger buses. I was in the way, way back with one of my buddies and and her. Well, she decides to lay down, which, you know, don't get your head in the gutter. She was. She had her. You know. She was laying down and kind of across us. He was on one side of the bench. Her feet were in his lap, and she, her head was in, in my lap. She just was kind of looking straight up at me. I felt her eyes on me that entire trip home, and I did not once look at her because I had a sneaky feeling. It's just so funny when I think back about it. Like I had this intuition, even as a like. 13-year-old of what she was wanting all night, and I missed those all those opportunities. And I was more than happy to (laughs) pass on these as well, and uh, sure as shit, we were just, we were actually on campus. We were literally probably within 30 seconds of pulling up to the dorms when I was like, well... And I looked down at her and with Without even missing a beat, man, she was on it. She closed her eyes and she kind of like lifted her head towards me and I was like, "Well, here we go, closed my eyes, and our lips met, and fireworks went off and man, I actually don't remember if there's fireworks, however, I do remember you know it was it was a long peck. Let's just give it at least a three it was a, at least a three banger. A three to five banger um, and then when you know when we finished kissing she she put her head back down kind of closed her eyes smiled and and I remember turning my head and looking at my buddy who saw it all and his jaw just dropped his eyes were like you know as if he had you know just seen a ghost or something like that. but he had this big smile on his face and <laughs> like did I just see oh my god Johnny and, and she kissed he didn't say that out loud but that's what he was thinking and i was thinking the same thing so then we get inside and uh the like the junior high you know women's dorm mom who happened to be like a second mother to me <clears throat> i remember at one point i just remember i couldn't stop smiling from the moment she kissed me i think i smiled <laughs> for at least an hour my cheeks were hurting, but I was so excited. I was, and it was just like, I just had my first kiss. That was like, I'm a man now. (laughs) I'm a man. And, uh, I remember this, this woman being, um, being like, Johnny, are you, are you okay? You're smiling a lot. Why are you smiling so much? And I was just like, I, I don't know. I'm just, I'm just so happy. Like six flags really does it for me. I'm just, uh, meanwhile, I'm like, Catching glances from this girl, and like I'm just beat red, totally blushing the entire time. So, anyways, that was my first, my f- actual first kiss. But there's still that little bit that was missing, and that is that sense of, you know, masculinity. Like I, I need to make a move now, right? So, again, fast forward to later on that year. I'm dating someone else. Like I said, I was just, man, just getting around. Uh, No, she was my second of two girlfriends that year. Got to love innocent junior high relationships. Um, And so I'm dating this girl at the end of the year. Excuse me. And uh, she actually, her family was from California, but they had moved their during part of the year, so I forget the exact situation, but they were renting a house on a street that was only probably a quarter mile from my house. Like, you just have to kind of cut through the woods into this other neighborhood, and they were literally probably like four or five houses away, right? So ease of access came into play on this one. And so (laughs) this was uh, the last day of school, Came and went, oh, no, I should not even get there yet. So, again, I had my opportunities. T- completely missed them. I remember one time in particular, we were standing outside of this, like, middle school girls dorm again in the rain. It was frigid. I remember I had, like, teeth chattering. We were standing out in the rain. I was, like, s- kind of standing, straddling my my bike she was kind of straddling the front tire. We had the, you know, the handlebars in between us. And we just sat there talking. And there was a lot of those awkward moments kind of like, she was like, okay, Johnny, you going to make the move? And I was, you know, consistently like, nope, I'm going to miss, I'm going to pass on this one too. Not because uh, I didn't want to. That's all that was going through my mind. But I had so much like <laughs> anxiety and stress and you know and i sure enough blew the opportunity and i mean we were literally standing out there in the rain for probably two to three hours in the dark plenty of privacy 13 years old um missed it by that much and so uh i ultimately it was was such like a, a jim carrey moment you know to, or or like a uh, 40-year-old virgin moment where I'm like, as soon as I say goodbye, I'm just, you know, riding, riding home as quick, fast as I can in the rain, freezing. I'm like, damn it, Johnny, why didn't I get the chance? Why did you – stupid things you said is everything else like that. So, <clears throat> again, fast forward now back to we've had our last day of school. School's out for the summer. She's she's one year ahead of me, as was the previous girlfriend. You know, totally dating up in the world. So she's an eighth grader. She's going to be a freshman in high school, which is a big deal. So she's about to leave the next day to head head back to California with her family. And I wouldn't see her. Now, I was really into this girl. I was really into her. Um, I think that's about as close to to puppy love as you can get. uh, Because I thought about her all all summer long. I would listen to Sting. I had the one of Stings CDs and I remember I would just think about her and and play Fields of Gold on loop. <laughs> I don't I don't know why. I just love that song and it made me think of her. Um and uh anyways, I digress. And so going back to that night, um we end up connecting on the phone and I was like, "Man, I'd really love to see you, you know, before you leave tomorrow morning." And she's like, "I'd love to see you too." Like, is there any way that we could come up with some reason for why we want to see each other? She's like, I don't know. Like, without being too suspicious, I don't, gosh, I don't know. I'm like, hey, how about this? We just got a brand new bread maker. She's like, yeah. It's like, I'll make you some bread and I'll bring you half of it. She's like, I can make you some brownies. I was like, brilliant. Let's swap carbohydrates. She's like, yes. So, I was like, all right, I will, uh, I will, I forget exactly what I said. I was going to say, I'll text you, but that didn't happen. I was like, I'll call you when the bread's ready. I'll call you when my bread has risen. So, she's like, cool. Uh, so, we start baking. And I'm baking up a storm. I've got my little apron on. She's, I really don't know what she's doing, but let's just pretend she's got her apron on. She's got a little chef hat on, and her family's like, what are you doing? She's like, I'm making brownies. And my family's like, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm making bread. None of this stuff really happened, but it's, you know, for the podcast. So ultimately we meet, and uh we meet halfway, and we're underneath this huge evergreen tree that's casting lots of darkness. <laughs> Privacy is a big thing for me. Some for some reason, probably growing up in a, in a large family where I got very little privacy uh, when it when it came to like intimacy of the heart. It had to be private. So we're we're underneath this big tree. You probably could hardly see us because we were just like in the dark. <clears throat> and so we exchange carbohydrates. Hey, thank you so much. Appreciate the chocolate carbs. She's like, hey, thanks so much for the white carbs like, you're so welcome. Those are simple carbs, by the way, because they've got multiple ingredients. She's like, yep, those are simple carbs too. I was like, ah, thank you so much. And uh, so then, of course, it gets to that moment, that moment where we've run out of things to say. And it's either go time or it's failure to launch time. And I had had enough buddies who, like, you know, kind of teased me like, dude, you didn't—you didn't kiss her out in the rain. You didn't do—you didn't kiss her then. You didn't kiss her then. Like, what the hell? What's your problem? Why is there a failure to launch? I'm like, I don't know. I'm so scared. What if I don't do it right? And they're like, just do it. <clears throat> so, here's my moment. Here's my shining moment. And this is when I went in for it. And again, having never really actually made the move before, I didn't know how it went. So, it kind of went loosely off of things that I have seen on. You know, movies, right? So I don't know at this point where the bread and the brownies are. We must have put them down. Must have put them down because what I do remember is that I am standing arm's length distance away from her, right? I put both my hands out, so as if I'm kind of like a zombie, right? Right out in front of me, and I take her face in both of my hands, right? Like super romantic, like straight out of a a romantic chick flick movie. Okay, now again, I'm thinking to myself, I'm just gonna just bring her head in ever so gently and our lips will meet and uh, I'll make history. The thing that I forgot to do was to keep my eyes open on the approach. So here I was, you know, I'm, fl- I'm I'm flying an F-16. That's me. I'm coming in hot, right? And all of a sudden the aircraft carrier shuts off all of its lights. Okay? And what are you going to do? Right? That's basically that's that's in essence exactly what I was attempting to do on this one. And so I closed my eyes as soon as I put my hands on either side of her face because ultimately I'm nervous, I'm scared, I'm insecure and better to close my eyes than to like actually have the confidence to be able to look at her in her eyes as I was coming in for the kiss. So (laughs) I closed my eyes, arms straight out and I remember pulling her head in and our lips, mm, let's just say it wasn't perfect um, docking. Let's just say that I hit the left side of her lips. I think I got maybe 75% cheek, 25% lips. Right. So, I mean, ultimately did I land, uh, you know, my plane on the aircraft carrier? You damn well, I did. Was it, you know, exactly how it was meant to go? no, but did my friends need to know that? Hell no. So I remember, again, it was like we probably pushed a, a five to seven banger, maybe maybe even towards like 10 seconds, just holding a static kiss, right? Just That's it. Just holding it there. And I remember going through my mind, I'm like, oh, shit, I didn't land it on the lips. But that's okay. I, I'm doing it, you know. I, I'm now a man. <laughs> and I remember she kind of pulled back, and I was like, well, have a great summer. She's like, you too. And we just grabbed our carbs and off we went. She went back to her house. I went back to my house. My family was like, where'd you get the brownies? I was like, I don't know. I mean, why are you smiling so much? I just, I, I mean, I love chocolate brownies. Uh, and the rest is history. Um, yeah. So that is the story of my first kisses. Um, both on me and I I was the receiver and then I was the giver. And, uh, yeah, that was, uh, gratefully, uh, as, as, uh, as bad as it gets in terms of that, that seventh grade year. So anywho, I hope you enjoyed this, uh, innocent seventh grade story of uh yesteryear as i talk about my failings to uh to initiate and uh i'm always curious to to uh, i'm always wondering like what was their experience but uh you know maybe i'll never know maybe i'll have them on the podcast who knows so if you're either of those two girls and you know who uh, two girls although either of those two women and you're listening to this which i highly doubt but if you are or if you know who they are and you send this to them, tell them to DM me. Hit me up. Uh, let's have a reunion of sorts. Be on the podcast. And we'll reminisce about uh, childlike stories. <clears throat> so anyways, <laughs> hope you've enjoyed. I always appreciate you being along with uh, with me on these uh, stupid, funny, childish stories. And there will be more to come, no doubt. So. Until next time, enjoy the day. Make it a good one. All right, later. And I want to thank you so much for listening to The Johnny King Show. And hey, if you got something positive from this episode, please subscribe to the show, share it on your favorite social platform, and then tag me in it so I can say hi. It would also mean the world to me if you wrote a review of the show on Apple Podcasts because I read every single one. Do you feel like there's something that I could be doing better? Awesome. I totally thrive on constructive feedback, and it's always welcome. So if you've got questions or concerns, you can always reach me via email at podcast at johnnyking.com. And then please follow me on Instagram at Johnny King, Facebook.com backslash Johnny King Men's Coach on my YouTube channel and LinkedIn. Thanks again for joining me. I've been Johnny King, you've been amazing, and we'll catch up with you next time. Take care.